you find it so yeah yeah I, I sorry yeah out of luck there I think it's, um, I, I'm pretty sure it's lost for good it's lost for good because everything has been kicking my ass and it's all my fault because I don't do anything during the day and then I have a bunch of stuff to do at night and um, and then I try to do everything and I can't do anything so right. when you try to do everything, you can't do anything. So just do nothing is what my brain says, even though that's not the right answer. Hmm. I know that I shouldn't do that. I should just do what I can. I try, but then I want to jump off a ledge. Right, right. Uh, my brain clocks out after around 5.36 p.m. So um, if I haven't gotten it done before then, it's not getting done. That's crazy because my brain clocks in at like 5.30 p.m. I'm clocked out all the time before then. Wow. I'm opposite. I wonder if that's why we work well together. Because <laughs> <laughs> we balance. We share the load. Because I, re I really don't clock in until nighttime. And then when nighttime, not even nighttime, afternoon. And then as soon as the afternoon hits, I'm like, I have a life. Which is weird. No kidding. I guess that's why I'm not that like other girls. Yeah. Oh, God. I think <gasps> other girls have ambitions, goals, dreams. Uh, I don't know <laughs> how to do. <laughs> being a night owl versus a boring person. Yeah, being a night owl versus a boring person. Morning people but, are boring. You heard it here first. I'm kidding. So how, how early do you wake up in the morning? Oh, such exciting topics. I can't wake up before 8 a.m. I can't wake up before 10 a.m. That's pretty good. 10? Is it? 10's pretty good. <laughs> 10's pretty good. I've been waking up at 1.30, so. Well. People think I have my shit together, but little do they know it's a scramble to try and not jump off a ledge, especially today. Can you guys feel it? I feel it a little bit. Yeah. It's coming. The, what's it called? The Snap. Did you ever watch Snapped on Oxygen? Ooh, good show. Good show. Good show. Do you know? I think we should have our own episode. <laughs> do you know about uh, elizabeth smart do you know about elizabeth smart oh do i baby i read her wikipedia page about a dozen times she's smart isn't that kind of quirky how her name ended up like that yeah she wouldn't name that for nothing <laughs> what happened to she her inherited that. uh she got kidnapped right well yeah 
<laughs> okay, smarty pants, tell me more. <laughs> oh, asking you. I know it was the. Oh, oh. I keep falling because I keep. I'm on a stability I, <laughs> ball. <laughs> I overstated my knowledge. It's been a long time since I've read about her, but she was kept for like years and years and years, right? Well, I understate my knowledge. Sometimes I like mm. to just lie for fun. I know exactly what happened to her. Um, <laughs> she, 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 her parents are rich. So let's start there. So her parents are rich and they were getting construction done on their gazebo. As rich people do. Yeah, that's rich people problems. And they had a bunch of construction people in and out. That's why whenever I have construction people in and out, I'm very suspicious and suspect. Because that's what happened. It was one of the construction people. They learned the layout of the house and figured out where the kids sleep and shit. And then he just went up there and took her. And snatched her up. And then that bitch was so smart. She fucking, when they took her around, because at some point, like, they didn't... Sometimes kidnappers like to do the thing where they stay in like different hotels and try to like evade. Scramble, scramble yeah. Uh-huh. Try to, you know, serpentine. But they were like, fuck that. Let's just go camping out in the woods. They can't find us if we're in the woods. Uh. So they just took her out into the woods camping like a really bad camping trip and she would write little notes in her little journal that they would give her in like broken french that she learned in school little things to like leave behind so that people would like open it up and, and be like oh that was her no freaking way that bitch is smart big brains on smart okay shoot what would you do Kill myself. In any situation. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on y'all. <laughs> Ain't getting much fun out of me now, are ya? <laughs> as a as a like legitimately clinically depressed person, yeah. I get ups I get upset when people are like, suicide is not an option. I'm like, yeah, it is. It's <laughs> it's an option. It's not the best option, but it's no one of them. And we're not endorsing it. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. Trust me, we're the way that I deal with it, it is by saying it. And by saying it, it becomes a little less scary to me. But then I get kind of afraid because my teacher one time, he told me, he was like, you've got to stop joking like that. Because one day you're going to be an award-winning actress, which let's relax. But one day you're gonna be an award-winning actress and then you're gonna do a series and it's gonna flop. And Entertainment Tonight's gonna have something to say about it flopping and everybody on Twitter is gonna be calling you how much you flopped and how you're a box office flop. And then all those <gasps> thoughts that you had in secret and as Jess will just start seeping into your brain as reality. So, so you overestimate the power that others' opinions have over me. What in the... That's perfect! That's perfect. So I, speaking of that, I fell very, very hard on my tuchus. 
uh, in the middle of a busy intersection today. <laughs> Not that cars were coming through it. I had stopped and waited for the light. But I fell so hard on my tuchus that I have to sit on the chair backwards now. I can't actually sit on my tuchus now. Um, and yes, that is the third and last time I'll be saying that word. So I do clearly don't care what people think of me. And my teacher didn't didn't put that into the equation. No. No, no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Remember when one time we saw our two of our friends riding, like one was riding a lime and the other one was riding, what was the other one called? Like a, like a lift scooter. And then they were coming around the corner and we saw them from your car collide. And it was like a ah! <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What a sight. <laughs> Only seen in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> two different brands of scooters. Scooter crash. I'm there's copying like half you today. Okay, bent metal straw. Get your own thing. Jeez. It's nice. I feel like I have something to play with. I know, it's fun. I like the noise that it makes. I like the mouthfeel. <laughs> Weird, but anyway. Uh, oh, speaking of Hollywood, um, one of the best shows that has been made about Hollywood and actors and acting and stuff, I think you would agree, is BoJack Horseman. Oh, 100%. It's so weird because right. I didn't want to watch it for so long just because it was like yes. an animated show. And I watch anime. So what's the... Yeah, you're... We're both very picky about our animation, but in completely different ways. <laughs> which is so weird to me. Like, for me, it's like Bob's Burgers, Archer, Big Mouth, like all those really silly shows. Like, I love that. I don't do claymation, though. Um, for you, it's like you're very much more into the Japanese like anime style very, of animation. The other stuff, yeah. you're like, eh, I don't know about that. Very Attack on <laughs> Titan, uh, Parasite, Death Note, that type. Right. Uh, so yeah, very, very different. Good, right. American yeah. American adult anime. Because I think that the animes that I just named are, are meant for adults. I don't think they're meant for kids, although kids do watch them. I don't think that they're meant for kids, those specific ones that I named. No. But those these the those animated shows that you mentioned are specifically are aren't what the fuck am I saying? I don't know. I give up. <laughs> you say something now. Okay, so anyway, um what I think is so fun about Bojack Horseman is that of course it's a funny show. Everybody wants to watch a funny show. But shows like BoJack Horseman, and to a certain degree Big Mouth, are challenging certain ideas that we have about life. And um, talking about things that people don't usually talk about, like puberty, like wanting to kill yourself, <laughs> like, um, you know, the pressures of being an idol, a fallen idol, things like that I don't think have been addressed in animation as much as maybe they could 
could be. I mean, I'm right putting now. my two cents real quick. Please. On why I think BoJack was released when it was, because I feel like BoJack Horseman was released in complete juxtaposition to La La Land, because La La Land came out, and it was just Hollywood sucking its own dick and being like, here is the dream, and the dream is possible, and then immediately after that, BoJack came out, and so... And said, the dream sucks. That's what BoJack said. Your mind... Ellen, your mind. Wow. Galaxy brain. Um, and and I'll tell you, I actually just watched La La Land not again not too long ago, and it's a fun movie. And that's even coming from somebody who does not really enjoy musical movies. You like that's it? a fun movie. I think it's a fun movie. I didn't say I liked it. <laughs> There's a lot that, to me, is enjoyable about it. Mostly because I think that the two main stars are both very fun actors to watch. But it is so unrealistic. Yeah. It's, it's more, I feel like it would be more, more realistic if it was set in, like, New York or something. And it was about Broadway. Because I feel like that's more happening yeah. in the New York scene. I feel like they put an unrealistic expectation on specifically the film industry, since specifically the three of us have literally been college educated on this subject. But yeah, it just puts a cerebral amount of just unrealistic expectations on the industry. So I think BoJack came out to be like, actually, this is what really, really goes down. Especially since so much then happened after those things came out, like Harvey Weinstein finally getting convicted and all this shit and just so much more. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's this joke in a 30 Rock episode that Jenna makes about Harvey Weinstein. And every time I rewatch it, it's just so cringy like it just aged so poorly i cannot believe it and like every movie is a weinstein movie yeah like even the ones where you're like oh, i really like that movie i'm gonna watch it again you boot it up and it's like weinstein company <laughs> we can't have anything anymore and you're just like damn oh. It's such a bummer that American Beauty, which is arguably one of the best movies of all time, is literally about Kevin Spacey preying on a young person. That's why he was strictly about that, but... But that's why he was so good at it. We were all like, whoa, so believable. <laughs> wow, it's almost like he actually feels this way. Acting! <laughs> it's real. And that's, the best acting is real. Mm, mm -hmm. Which totally defeats the purpose of acting. Acting's yeah. a big juxtaposition. It sucks. I don't like it. No. I do. I love acting. I have just have done it for so many years in a row now that it makes me want to die. Yeah. <laughs> I'm graduate. I'm, I'm ready to take a hearty break from reading just any script ever yeah. i'm good for like a good solid like i don't know let's not kid myself like a month 
I definitely think it would be unwise to take too long of a break, but because you don't want to get complacent, you don't want to kind of lose steam or what have you, but we got to take some time to just celebrate and relish in the fact that we put in a lot of work to get our degrees. Let's just chill out. And that goes for anybody, you know? Please. You don't have to just be actors, but like if you're just like in school, I mean, maybe we should have, maybe we fucked up. <laughs> Do you ever Isn't think. Isn't that an understatement? <laughs> if you want to know what school we go to, stay tuned for like another month with us, and then we'll let you know if it's worth it. And then I'll tell you all. will spill, baby. Oh, shoot. The dam actually, will break. I had a guest in one of my classes the other day who is an alumni of our school. And the first, like, two questions were like, is it worth it what we did, what you did? <laughs> it was so pointed. And it was hilarious to me. But, yeah, he was like, yes and no. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you touched on, you touched on, operative word, a lot of things here. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what he, deeper. He, he did say that. He was like, it's a good start. It's a good start. Well, that's a hell of a $100,000 start. He said, in so many words, you still have a lot to learn. <laughs> But that's the thing is that a lot of things you can only learn by experiencing them. Kinesthetic learning, if you will. Yeah. You actually have to go out and freaking do it. You cannot simulate some of these experiences like you can being a pilot or whatever. You know? Yeah. How do like <laughs> Do they fly? Do they fly? Like commercial planes, like with nobody on them, just to like test it out, just to no, be. No, like... they have flight simulators. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they do. But then, like, do they hop straight from the flight simulator to like, all right, let me take a hundred and twenty oh. people up in the air? Okay, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, pilots, drop it in the comments. <laughs> Are you a we pilot? Listening. <laughs> Are you a um... pilot? Are you not like other girls? Comment down below. That sounds like a commercial. It would be a little weird to go from like never flying a plane with anyone else in it. The plane you're gonna fly. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm mm. iffy on that. At one point I wanted to join the Air Force, not because it was part of like the military, but because I wanted to fly planes. I don't know why I thought that I couldn't just become a pilot. Flying planes is cool. Have you ever heard of wing walking? Windsurfing? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's cool too. Whatever. Wing walking is when you literally are on like one of those little biplanes where there's two pilots and you, the front pilot, get out of the seat and stand up on the wings and go, I'm king of the world. And it's a real thing. And less people have died doing it than have died skydiving. And now I want to learn to do it. You can learn to do it. You can take a class and you can learn to do it. How does it? Oh, it sounds, sounds terrifying kind of and dangerous. Sexy. 
but less dangerous than skydiving, which I have done. How'd that go? Oh, it was fun, but on the way down, my eyes were watering so much, and I was focused so hard on looking down, because it's like, that's where you're going, um, that the guy who was strapped onto the back of me was like, look up, like the view is so beautiful. And I was like, yes, yeah, sir, you're right, but I'm kind of focused on where I'm So yeah, but I went you, skydiving for my 18th birthday, and then my grandma, who was like almost 80 years old, decided to do it too, which was dope. She was like, you're 18, I'm 80, I'm cooler than you. I know, she kind of won up to me. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, it's my birthday, and she was like, well, I'm 80. So, <laughs> it was fun though, I would highly recommend jumping out of a plane. That sounds nice, I did hang gliding. Yeah, that sounds super fun, too. Yeah. It's nice. It's like you're just floating. I had a good time. Where did you go hang gliding? Uh, South Carolina. <laughs> it was fun, but you had to be in South Carolina. <laughs> People in Virginia know the, the spot to go, the beach spot, is South Carolina. Outer Banks, OBX, on Netflix. <gasps> oh, bet. That show makes more sense now. I love that Ellen was just like talking in the chat, live studio audience. I can see it in the little, in the, my screen recording and it's beautiful. I think Ellen wanted us to touch on the fact that you do not want to burn out. It doesn't matter what you are doing. You need to take time for yourself. I'm not going to say the word self-care because that is a movement that has been co-opted co by white women who don't really have much hanging on their shoulders anyway. <laughs> but that's not true. Everyone has something hanging on their shoulders, but they've gentrified it a little bit. Anyways, do stuff for yourself. Take care of yourself. You are important. Is and self you don't live to work. Okay. Is self care a, a white woman culture appropriating? Am I appropriating white woman culture if I'm doing self care? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, they did it for you. <laughs> <laughs> you can self care as much as you want, but white women sort of appropriated self care. Oh man, I don't know. I saw a TikTok about it and now I forgot everything. I'm culturally appreciating white women by practicing self care. You're a white Important. woman. <laughs> what? Are you si <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Whoopsie. Right. Just kidding. You're Italian. We all know that's different. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I'm not white. I'm Hispanic. Yeah. I'm from the Mediterranean region of the European nations. Please don't misquote me on this. <laughs> I am a white woman. <laughs> People like to say Latinos are white. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> there are that's white so Latinos, true. but not all Latinos are white. What does that mean? White Latinos. 
Latinos who are white. There are Latinos who have like the skin oh. color of you <laughs> or Ellen, and they're Latino, but they're white. Like their skin color is white. Huh. Like white passing. Yeah, yeah, like white passing. That's right. A white, I think that's an important distinction. White Tina. A white Tina. <laughs> People like to say, I mean, because I'm not that dark. I can say that I'm not that dark. I'm not that dark. <laughs> But I don't the think bravery. you're white passing. But right? I'm also I don't think I'm white passing either. No. I mean, I'm from Ecuador. People think I'm, I'm Mexican. So brown. I'm so I'm like brown enough to be brown. Do I look Mexican to you? <laughs> like a white Mexican. Okay, right, 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 right. So hey, I'm Claire. I identify as a white Latina. <laughs> No. And with no. that, let's go to the Reddit section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reddit little segment. Reddit relationships. Reddit relationships. Seeking advice on how to break up with someone who has nowhere else to live. <laughs> Already a rough situation. So mid-20s, relationships for, for about three plus years living together for almost two years. Things are kind of hellish. I am a 26 year old and the relationship is going nowhere. My girlfriend who is 24 has estranged herself from her family. She has one to two friends who are also very mentally ill and basically homeless. She makes $150 per week working part-time. She can't regulate her emotions or physical reactions. I can't keep cooking, cleaning, and cl calming her. I have no idea how to go about ending this where she has nowhere else to live, nor any savings. She has a good therapist, but an awful psychiatrist. No diagnosis other than anxiety depression. Recent loss uh, recently lost access to cannabis and now also Xanax every day. Suicidal intentions, constant, just over dramatic responses to mundane annoyances, literally spilled milk. This is, it goes on. But basically, this person is like, I feel horrible, but I also can't keep housing this person because I've lost all feelings in that way, but also I can't keep going on like this. After a year, I can't be the one to teach her how to be an adult. Yeah, and she's 24, he's 26. Thoughts? So many. So many thoughts. My first one is you're not responsible for her life. Mm, but I do understand feeling sort of responsible because you don't want to just make this person homeless. I mean, maybe, pardon me, maybe there's a way that he could end the relationship, but they could still say no, no, no. Yeah. That's, they can't be roommates. It's, it's a hard situation because it's like, you obviously want her to do well, but at the same time, she's not going to get better if you just keep taking care of her. She's not gonna, no, nothing, she's not, sometimes people, no, because she's not an addict. I was gonna say sometimes people have to hit rock bottom to come back up, but that's usually like for addicts. Yeah. So that well, doesn't make sense. Tough, <laughs> have fun. <laughs> I, hit, I hit rock bottom a little bit last year and then I finally got back on antidepressants, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, sometimes, 
Sometimes you have to know how what you can do by. Yeah, this person clearly needs some very appropriate mental health care, which is so much harder to get than it should be in this country. And that would save both of these people a lot of time and a lot of heartbreak. But it's just easier said than done. Yeah. I, don't know. Um, I don't know anymore. Me neither. <laughs> this has been an episode, you guys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to the chaos. Uh, I'm Spanish Broad. You can find me at Spanish Broad everywhere. Uh, Twitch, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Claire, where can they find you? You guys can find me at Claire Costanza on Twitter and at Claire M. Costanza on Instagram. Perfect. And for us, the podcast, you can find us. The links are below, you guys. <laughs> and on Parlor. Just kidding. No! <laughs> That's where you can find us! Oh my god, Parlor. New president dropped. Uh, that new president dropped. Uh, Joe Biden. All right. Neither happy nor sad. Love you all. Thanks for coming. Bye, Den. Bye, Den. I just got it. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh.